Hello and welcome to the midweek war stories. As your no so crew goes down a little. Hang on, two seconds. Hello and welcome to the midweek war stories. As your no so crew goes on a little deep dive for the second shows, for the midweek shows for WCW and WWF, Thunder and SmackDown. This week we're coming off the heels of. The title change uh, again. Oh, I know. As one Booker T won the 49 match on true. And for WF, we have a new number one contender, Kurt Angle. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. And the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Weevil. It's clobber time. Guys, you guys are on assignment right now, and, uh, you know, I'm wondering how it's going. I'm uh, I'm currently scouting locations for the boys in Down Under. <laughs> down where you at? Down there. Um, they will be uh, pinning shoulders to mats and banging rats. I am currently doing the same, only for some reason you sent me to Poughkeepsie, New York. <laughs> How's that working out? A lot of rats. <laughs> Like different variety of rats, you know? Actual rats. Actual rats. Well, I'm used to, yes. I feel like I got the short end of the stick. Which I'm sorry. Sent me with a stick. That would have helped. Well, I mean, the thing is, we used to send Jeff Mack on those assignments, but he uh, fucked off and flew to Montana or something, so we had to send you. Yeah. Some foreign place like Montana. That's my. That's what I think he really did. He's he's really not in Japan. He's just in like Montana or. Joe knows, know. and Joe has assured me that Montana is not in the United States of America. I mean, last time I checked, those geotags prove me otherwise. Last time I checked, it wasn't. When was the last time you checked? Oof. I've been a couple weeks ago. I gotta get back on it. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of getting back on it, let's talk about Thunder. October 4th, the year 2000. We're in Long Beach, California. The LBC. Uh, commentary team. Was that, Corey? There's so much trauma in the LBC, and now they have to watch Thunder on top of it. Goddamn. Life's not yeah, hate. Yeah, hate to see it. Uh, commentary team is one. Tony Schiavone, Mike Tanay. And straight shooting Stevie Ray. It just hit me. Guys, one question. Uh, what happened that Tanay match that was supposed to happen on Monday night? Remember? Uh, Tanay was probably like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. Yeah. There I, it is. There it is. Like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And fuck you. It's like, what are you going to do? Fire me? Okay. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I run the books in Vegas. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> Honestly, we were better off. Yeah, we were. Uh, we go backstage with the Natural Born Thrillers arriving to the arena as they have a run-in with Shane Douglas and Tori Wilson. As Tori Wilson distracts the guys for some reason, Shane Douglas kisses Mike Sanders' ass, saying that Sanders has been doing a great job. Douglas says that Conan got in their business and he needs a favor. And then they walk away because we don't know what the hell they're going to be talking about. Uh Stevie Ray brings up that he can't do anything anymore or he will be fired. Uh, this is the second time he's told us that, that he can't leave the table to go help anybody, but he still does. Because I guess when he does, the very first chance he gets. Yep. Uh, we find out that, uh, we're going to find out, guys, what the Halloween Havoc main event will be tonight. Uh, 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 yay? We're excited for that sweet new promo, uh, new uh, logo they have. So get, I'm get excited, guys. I thought they already announced Jay Wall and that guy Reno on Monday. They did. That's oh, not it's the double main, it's a double main event. Got it. It's a double main event. It's not a special main event. It's a double main event. Okay. Team in there. <laughs> There'll be a triple. He main. might show up. It's Halloween Havoc, so it would not surprise me if he shows up out of nowhere. Um, we're going to the ring for a promo by Jeff Jarrett. 
Uh, Jarrett says he has some words for Sting. Says Sting is done, finished, washed up. Uh, when Sting was surfer Sting, that was a different story. That's when he gave a damn about wrestling. But once he put the paint on, the the crow paint, nothing. Sting couldn't beat Jarrett uh, with Scott Steiner as his partner. Sting should step aside. He's been around uh, wrestling for 40 years. And in the year 2000, Sting can't even <laughs> j- carry Jarrett's jockstrap. Uh, sounds they, like aren't they pretty close in age? <laughs> um, Sting's, Sting's about mm, I want to say about eight years older than Jarrett. Oh, is that much Jeff older? Jeff Jarrett than is. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett's fifty-four. Yeah, yeah. twenty years. Yep. And then Sting is. Where did it go? Which way did he go? Sting is 63. So nine years. Yeah. That 40-year gap, you know? Yeah, fuck um, you, <laughs> uh, So Jarrett says him and Sting will be wrestling at Halloween Havoc. We don't know which Sting, according to the promo, Sting's changing. So we'll find out. But then Beetlejuice comes out. Uh, Elix Skipper. Uh as uh, Stevie Ray goes, who's that? Um, <laughs> Thanks, Stevie. S- Stevie Ray says, hey, hey, that guy, <laughs> th- that guy's ripped. That pop Tony. <laughs> and uh, Tony's like, Tony's like, that's a bodysuit. And he goes, no, what if it really was him? <laughs> it's like a form-fitting suit. Uh, oh. Beetlejuice says, uh. He ha- uh that he is the chosen one and then challenges Jeff Jarrett. Uh Bill Juice then walks towards uh Jarrett, but then Jarrett palms him by the head and holds him back, and then Beetle Juice kicks him. Uh then they uh then we just cut backstage to Booker as he's walking his way, but Scott Steiner attacks him with a pipe. Uh Stevie Ray is gonna head to the back as he doesn't care about what they've told him. And then so, this starts the first time where Tony and Mike yell at him to sit at the table. It happens a lot. God damn. Yep. Um, then all of a sudden, St- we cut back and Sting's in the ring battling Beetlejuice's battle and taking on Jarrett. <laughs> like, what? Um, they fight up the aisle and then a fan attacks Sting with a bat wearing a Sting's mask and it turns out to be Shane Douglas. Uh, Jarrett then attacks Beetlejuice, uh, puts Beetlejuice in the figure four. I know you guys wanted that uh, yearly storyline of, is it the real Sting? <laughs> yeah. arrived. Gotta, uh-huh. gotta keep it going. Hey, this, this, at least this time, both guys are called the franchise. The only one's an icon. True. But the Shane other one's a dynamic dude. That's true. Um, we go backstage with Booker getting stretchered out as um, uh, Booker is telling Stevie Ray to stay here, and, uh, take uh, make uh, stay here because they might take him out too. But Booker wants Stevie to take care of the business. Was Booker T not even strapped to the stretcher? <laughs> he was not. More importantly, I was so confused. No, stay here because they might try to take you out. Well, then wouldn't you want him to go with you? Right. <laughs> oh, Booker T. You stay here. They might take you out, brother. <laughs> um, we're going to go uh, backstage with... Uh, oh, we're going to recap... What happened here? Here we go. Sorry, my uh, thing went out a wall here. Um, backstage, we see uh, Steiner destroying his locker room with his pipe as uh, he's releasing some whoa, stre- whoa. Uh, ste- he's releasing some uh, tight up anger. <laughs> as Medeja says, uh, you know, you can't do this every night, but she's got an idea. Uh, we're gonna recap of last week's Thunder of a wall and Duggan fighting. Uh, then we get a promo by Jim Duggan saying people need to join Team Canada 
because it's better. Canadian flag is better than American flag. Uh, AWOL comes out. Uh, I honestly thought this was Shane Douglas for some reason. I really did when AWOL came out. He's got that look. Uh, then our match is Jim Duggan versus AWOL here. As um, Duggan with a low blow in front of the ref, and the ref's like, "Okay, cool. I'm I'm just gonna let this slide." <laughs> that ref's from Canada, goddamn it. Engine um, ref. Uh, AWOL sets a, up a table in the ring. AWOL goes for the clothesline, but that guy Reno hits, comes out and hits him with a kendo stick. Uh, then he gets on the apron with a chair, and AWOL punches the chair into the face of that guy Reno. AWOL oh. then turns around into that guy Reno. Uh, AWOL then turns around into a power slam by Duggan through the table for the win. So, uh, remember earlier in the year when AWOL was feuding with Hulk Hogan? Wasn't that cool? Brother, that's the wall, dude. Do you I was remember that with cancer-ridden Jim Duggan? Do you remember that uh, AWOL has a hardcore championship match against uh, that guy Reno at uh, yeah. Halloween Havoc, but he's losing the Duggan on Thunder? I mistakenly assumed it was the main event of Halloween Havoc. It still yeah, could it be. Should, it could be. It's the double main event, buddy. Add Duggan making a three-way hardcore there it is. Uh, we go backstage with Mike Sanders. I like, and- I like other three three way hardcores to be honest. Do you now? Hey now. Uh, we go to Mike Sanders with Medeja as they're talking. She tell he tells uh, she tells Sanders that Steiner wants fresh meat. Uh, Sanders says he'll think about it and he'll put it in the show. We go to Pamela with Sting and no, she's not wet. Uh, Sting says he doesn't care, uh, says don't question his heart of the business as we'll accept the match with Jared at Halloween Havoc. And then Sting decides to challenge our good friend here, Shane Douglas, for a match tonight. This is the Shane Why? Douglas. A couple of weeks ago, it was the uh, Natural Born Thrillers. Now it's Shane Douglas night. Ugh, my worst nightmare. <laughs> We get a recap of uh, Nitro of Sanders beating Elix, Elix Skipper, primetime. Uh, then we get a promo by one, Mike Sanders. Sanders says things are shaping oh, hold up. On, hold on, hold on, Joe. Okay. okay. Whenever he speaks, from now on, I'm going to need you to say it's an above-average promo. All right. He's about to do an above-average promo here as he's going to be talking about how things are shaping up since he's been in charge. Things are going through the roof for the Natural Born Thrillers as they're the tag champs, the Cruiserweight champ, and the Hardcore champ. Uh, He says that Goldberg being uh, put out on a winning streak, this will bring the ratings in. We see Lex Luger's in the crowd. Uh, Sanders says he has an idea to get rid of Goldberg. So at Halloween Havoc, Goldberg will be in a match. Uh, Chronic then comes out. And then they say that this is going to get high. T- uh, they're going to hit high times on him, and they're going to put him back down. So Sanders says he uh, Goldberg may be a monster, but he can't take on two monsters, as it's going to be Goldberg versus Chronic at Halloween Havoc. Uh, uh what? Okay, that's that's the big Goldberg match at Halloween Havoc, a handicap match against Chronic. So it's a quadruple main event. Got it. <laughs> Fuck it. Every match of main event. <laughs> Damn. Halloween that sounds event. terrible. Got it. That sounds terrible. But hey, this time he if he can get two wins in one show. I mean it's better getting two matches in one show. You know what they should have done, honestly? If they're so concerned with that, they should have just had him take on the entire natural born thrillers at Havoc. Or have him win like a thirty man battle royal where he just eliminates everybody. Yeah, just have him have him mow through eight people at once. Yeah. We're gonna go backstage with Pamela with Team Canada as Skipper wants his rematch uh for the title. However, he wants it to be Canadian rules. 
Um, bring. I like this. Uh, we're gonna go to our next match as uh, Scott Steiner comes out and says, uh, as commentary brings up that uh, they're not on a, uh, he's not on the schedule, as it looks like it's gonna be Scott Steiner taking on the Young Dragons with Leia Meow. So cool. Um, Madeja's idea to get him to get his his freak out is a hate crime against every Asian on the roster. Yes. All right. And, J- and Jamie Noble. And Jan even once pretending to be Asian. <laughs> WCW, everybody. <laughs> um, squash match here, folks. Um, I would hope. <laughs> basically, Steiner destroys them. I mean, they uh, couldn't Leia... be three count. So. <laughs> but the but the funniest part is Leia Meow is choking Medeja on the outside while Steiner's still doing the double double Steiner recliner, and then she's still getting choked out after the match. That but Steiner decides just to pose on the turnbuckle <laughs> while she's getting choked on the outside. Watching her choke her, I was also doing a double Steiner recliner. And suddenly, this is where I learned I was in the choking. <laughs> I found my new king. <laughs> it just has to fall Medeja Lamiel. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, hey, Corey, remember that like lawsuit that's going on in WCW right now? Oh, yes. Okay, let's see if this helps it. Uh, the national porn thrillers bring Conan in their locker room and find out that Conan's legal status in America in America has come to question by one Shane Douglas. So the border patrol is here and they won't let him go get his legal documents. Yeah, the whole time I watched this, I was like, A, this is lame, and B, boy, this is a fucking stupid company. Just, <laughs> God. Just fucking stupid. Then we cut to the another ten million on top. (laughs) Yeah, just add it on, right? Man, might as well cut Conan a check right then and there. Uh, Then we cut to Pamela with the filthy animals as Ray has Tigress go get Conan's paperwork, since you know he carries around with him everywhere he goes. Uh, We find out that next week it will be another match between Ray and Hoovy as it's one and one, but. Shane Douglas comes out of nowhere and attacks Ray and Hoovy with a pipe, and then Shane Douglas accepts Sting's challenge for tonight. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Steve Ray gets a mic and says that he has a new segment called Sucka's Gotta Know. As Steve Ray's got to know, so he goes over to uh, Luger. Why is Luger sitting in the crowd week after week? Luger says that he's not part of WCW. So this is a sanctioned or unsanctioned interview. What type of interview is this? There, uh, Stevie, Stevie. Ray. Stevie Ray just lies because he doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Ray says there's about uh, 5,000 people watching this tonight right now. And Tony's like, <laughs> you mean 5,000 in one house? <laughs> Yeah, Tony was like, uh, that's 5,000 in the building, 3 million around the world. I was like, yeah, okay, Tony. <laughs> Stevie was closer. <laughs> I feel so bad. He audibly was like, oh, what, what, what? No, no. No, 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 no. That's 5,000 in one house. That's what Stevie uh, meant to say. Uh, you know that what I had in mind at that moment was Stevie Ray in the middle of the Pontiac Silverdome giving away the attendance. 46,000. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a new indoor attendance record. 2,600, sucker. God damn it. <laughs> Good old Stevie. Gots to know. Um, Luger says he's been at home watching this crap of untalented no-name wrestlers take over. Uh, oh. Luger says to get... Buddy. A little stiff there, right? <laughs> uh, Luger says to get back to the top, backstabbing and sucking up. 
That's how guys get ahead today because they don't have talent or any wrestling skills. Jesus. Uh, Luger wants to know, uh, Stevie wants to know yeah, who was that. Yep. Luger, uh, Luger shoot interview. Right. Shoot, pal. Uh, Stevie wants to know what side Luger's on. Luger says he's on Lex Luger's side. Stevie Ray then brings up General Rection, the guy uh, Luger turned his back on last week, as we see Luger uh, Rection sneaking up behind Luger. Don't get too close. It might poke it. Um, Luger says that he's a fine grappler. And uh, also, what's a dumb name like General Rection? Uh, he he was used as a prop. Um, as Rection, he said that Rection would never touch him. Toward, touch his total package. Uh, then right, right. Rection. Yeah, that's then, what he said. That's what he said. Rection then sneaks up behind Luger, throws him over the barricade, and attacks him. They brawl in all the way to the back as security tries to arrest Luger because he's because he got attacked. Yeah. Well, no. So, so no. So after they broke them up, Luger tried to leave up the ramp, but he doesn't work there, so they pushed him to the side of the ramp. <laughs> You don't work here, bitch. Get out of here. They they missed an opportunity with Luger. I mean, you know, forever. But they should have had him watching the show and leave when Alex Ryan comes out. <laughs> Continue with you, baby. Just learn from your from your buddy. Oh, this guy sucks. But yeah, um, you leave. Uh, then all of a sudden we go backstage with Conan co- coming to the filthy animals as they were, uh, trying to, you know, they just got attacked. So how did Conan get out of the, uh, border patrol here? He's uh, got the, uh, paperwork. There it is. Uh, he says he has a plan. We see Mike awesome telling, uh, uh, his new mentor, his new, uh, protege, uh, Crowbar that he's a chick agent uh, Magnet and he looks great As Crowbar's now wearing some uh, New new clothes It's that 70's Crowbar It's that 70's team what Then we get a month Stevie Ray Is that, a, is that Huggy Bear? That's Huggy Bear uh, Then we get a montage of Goldberg's Old streak as he's on a new one Weren't you guys just we waiting gotta... for Goldberg's streak again? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we got a Pamela of Chronic. As Chronic says, the day of them seeing the back are over. The highest bid they were worked for, and Sanders was the highest bid. They make weed jokes about when you buy Chronic, it'll make you happy and feel good. So basically, Chronic's APA now. You 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 can buy them. Oh yeah, that's, it's a complete APA ripoff. But instead of uh, you know, beer drinking, they're just doing weed. Checks out here, folks. So if I don't believe, let's go to our next for a second. Those two smoke. Yeah, uh, let's go to our next match, and it's for the cruiserweight championship as it's Lance Storm with Team Canada versus Mike Sanders. Um. Landstorm took over the title shot for PD. It did because PD won the rematch early in the night, but Landstorm's like, nah, dog, I got this. Uh, Storm's mad, Skipper screwed. So, Landstorm or bring the title back? Uh, Sanders was back. A uh, big backdrop uh, Storm DDT Sanders onto the apron. I don't know if you guys know, but that's the hardest part of the ring. Uh, uh-huh. The thrillers get in. You've heard, yeah. Uh, the thr- thrillers get in- involved. The ref is distracted. Storm puts Sanders in the maple leaf. Major Gun then decides to ring the bell. Um, which side is she on? Uh, yes. Storm begins to yell at her while she walks up the ramp until MIA comes out. Rection clotheslines Storm and throws him back in the ring for Sanders to roll up Lance Storm for the win. Damn. What did you just say? Lance Storm got rolled up by above average Mike Sanders for the win. Well, that's that, bu- that's that bullshit. I heard, I heard it was a roll-up. Wonder who booked that. You booked Lance Storm to get rolled up by above average Mike Sanders? For shame, Joe. For shame. I, I didn't mean to book it. I didn't. 
I, I'm sorry. That's fucked up. You know what? You're going to be bad. And you know what that well, is? S-O-L-L-O-L. Who are you to doubt Lance Storm? Well, I didn't mean to. Mike, it was more like, who are we not to doubt Joey Gennetti? You're, you're not wrong. S-O-L. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to get a shoot promo now by Mike Tanay and MIA. Ugh, God. Help it's us all. Terrible. They are. Uh, where is this? Sorry. Uh, Rection's talking about what's entertainment about him being in pain and being told that he should have retired years, uh, last year. Um, so they're pulling a Mick Foley with him. Yep. Uh, Loco says that they're giving it a hundred percent every night. Um, they stuck it to the guys for giving them, uh, putting them in this situation of being a pretty crappy gimmick, but Hey, check out the ratings when they're out there. They're always up. Uh, I wouldn't recommend looking at that. I doubt that, but I can't (laughs) prove it. Um, Cajun says they're the workhorses of the company. They give the best matches in the business. You must be out your damn mind. Uh, man, this is why people from New Orleans should be allowed to vote. <laughs> there it is. Um, <laughs> Rection says that <laughs> Rection says him and the group have potential that has has been untapped. No, it's been tapped. Yeah. <laughs> we we all tapped out. <laughs> it's it's dry. Yeah, we tapped out. We tapped. Um Tanae brings up Duggan and Luger. Rection says that uh I don't know if you knew this, but Rection and the Duggan family were best friends. But since Duggan turned his back on the America and his family, they can't be friends no more. That sounds and not fa- right. That sounds um, incorrect. He keeps bringing up like potential and potential this, potential that. And it's just like, okay, we got it. Uh, then today brings up Canada and Rection says, is this is very personal. It might not go to havoc. Rection has been here for six years, but why the, but they needed a storm. Like, well, that's facts right there. That, that's why they would not get, got Lance storm because Lance storm is a better wrestler. But I thought these guys were the workhorses and ratings were always up when AWOL was in there doing another one of his vaunted wrestling classics. Yes. You are correct, sir. I apologize. They were the workhorses of the group. Um, we get a promo but then by Mike Awesome with Crowbars. Crowbars, Awesome's protege and Awesome... <laughs> I thought this was funny. Awesome. Hey, Crowbar, what are we? And he's like, what? We are two wild and crazy guys, Mike. (laughs) No, say it like you say it like you mean it. Two wild and crazy guys. (laughs) I just saw that. It just reminded me of that scene from Hitch. It's like, that was shockingly awful. You might as well just lean into it. You're gonna go. I I I had a good chuckle. It's like, uh, well, we are two wild and crazy guys there, Mike. It's like, no, no say it like you mean it. I was just like, good old SNL joke. So, wacky well, waving um, inflatable arm pulling too, man. Hi, I'm Al Harrington, and I'm uh. <laughs> by the way, uh, uh, Google that post I did. Yeah. I've done that for like eleven years straight. I'm like, I on my memories, I go back and it's like eight years ago I said it, seven years ago I said it. Oh yeah. So I, I just continuously when I see it, I posted it multiple times throughout the year. So every time I see that I posted it, I just copy and paste it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Al Harrington. So, so this new tag team of Mike Awesome and Crowbar, they get a WCW tag team championship match as they're taking on Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare. Of course they do. But also a strong tag team division. Can we send them Valvinas? Yes. No, we don't want to drastically improve the team. 
Least, at least uh, that's charisma. <laughs> uh, awesome and O'Hare have a slap fest in the middle of the ring. Uh, O'Hare front flips off the top. That was stiff, over. by the way. Oh, they were. <laughs> uh, awesome uh, flips. Uh, O'Hare front flips off the top turnbuckle over Awesome and then sidekicks him. Uh, awesome with the scoop slam and then slashes. Uh, then a splash and then Crowbar does his slingshot uh, splash over the rope. Ginger Acker hair do a double atomic drop and then double drop kick and then a double suplex to Crowbar. Crowbar with the Northern Lights to Ginger Acker for a two. Ginger Acker does a jumping Frankensteiner uh, and then O'Hare with the uh, Sean Tomba. Awesome breaks up the pin. Awesome does his pop-up sit-down powerbomb and then does a big top rope frog splash. Crowbar brings in the table since, you know, we need more tables here because who knows if the other other uh company does tables uh he puts that in the corner o'hare with the spinning heel kick crowbar with a double low blow to both guys awesome then back body drops crowbar to the outside under jindrak and o'hare uh they take care out awesome and then o'hare and jindrak double hip toss crowbar through the table for the win to retain their titles so Corey, normally these matches you say you know wrestler x did the work for three people here. Mm. But Austin and Crowbar are both really good. Who is better of the two? Uh, because of his size, most people will pay attention to Awesome and the things he can do. But I believe Devin Storm to be the superior worker of the two. Um, both good, but I think Crowbar is better. This is one of those matches uh, where you see the potential of Ginger and O'Hare when you put them with people who could work. Yeah. This like is a pretty a, fun match. In a perfect world where they had a, a house show circuit that ran regular, you would just put Ginger and O'Hare in a match with these two around the loop for about two months. Yep. And watch them just get so much better. That's that's what you would do. but You know. You know. Yeah. Uh, we see Buff Bagwell. Uh, he shows up and he goes to the ring. We cut a promo as Buff says that uh, uh, he wears his stuff while he goes there, whatever that means. But he wants Dave to come out to apologize. Dave comes out. He apologizes for what happened to him on Nitro. David thinks he saw the videotape that Smooth gave him and that Buff was the dad. And David brought out a doctor. And the doc and he wants the doctor to, to uh, wants the doctor to take a DNA test. Buff's like, sure, let's do it. Uh, doctor's putting a uh, gonna uh, wrap something around Buff's arm and hit him uh, with a uh, needle to get the blood. But Buff says he doesn't like needles and hits the doctor with the mic and then DDTs David. No uh, one believes the, that, by the way. And then the doctor goes for it again, but then Buff punches him. Buff oh, is God. a big fan of needles. Ideos meal here. Um, let's go to our main event, guys. It's Shane Douglas versus Sting and the sign of my night here. WCW needs RVD. True. They did. You mean. <laughs> they desperately needed RVD. Um. Douglas agrees with Jarrett that uh, Sting has lost it and Sting won't make the Halloween Havoc. Uh, we find out the main event for Halloween Havoc is Booker T versus Scott Steiner for the title. Um, Sting attacks Douglas on the outside. They fight through the crowd. This is weird to me, but Sting doesn't have his gloves on, so he has tape around his fingers like Mongo. And just it was odd. It was weird to see. Was weird. Sting, is uh, Sting, Sting is a horseman. Yeah. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't he, right? Uh, Sting attacks Douglas with a chair. Uh, Douglas puts uh, hits a stalling vertical suplex. Douglas then brings in a table. Uh, Sting throws Douglas into the table. Sting does a second rope Vader splash. Sting goes for a second Stinger splash, but Douglas uses the chain and then Cownan comes out, grabs Tori, and runs off with her while the ref goes after Conan with Tori. 
Jeff Jarrett comes down and hits Sting with the guitar, and Sting falls into the franchiser for the win for one Shane Douglas. What the hell? I'm sorry. I got a little confused by what you just said. I, I'll say it again. Uh, Sting just lost to Shane Douglas. So uh, Lance Storm lost to above uh, average Mike Sanders. And Sting lost to Shane Douglas. Wow. In one night. In one night. And, and here I thought the low point of Sting's career was uh, Starcade 97. Obviously no, obviously not. Wow, okay. Shall we move on to uh, SmackDown and see how yes, this please. is a better show? Okay. SmackDown, October 5th. We are in Baltimore, Maryland. In the Baltimore Arena. The Baltimore Arena. Commentary team is one, Michael Cole. Michael! With Jerry the King Lawler. We get a recap of Raw of Angle versus Triple H for the number one, number one contendership. Ben Wall getting involved and in, uh, almost attacking Stephanie. Uh, Foley and Austin situation. Austin causing havoc. Foley not wanting any of that. And then him, Austin, stunning one Mick Foley. Uh, commentary says Foley has made a decision on what to do with one Stone Cold. And we'll find out later what that's going to be. But first, our first match of the night for SmackDown is the Hardy Boys with Lita versus Lowdown and Jackie. I'm sorry, who? Uh, Lowdown. Uh, Where the Chad, fuck did they find them? Uh, on Sunday Night Heat? <laughs> well, then Joe knew about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was Chaz and D'Lo. Uh, we're going to recap a raw why this match is somewhat happening, minus the weird tag team of Lowdown, of Jackie attacking Lita on Raw. Um, Jeff with the springboard backflip off the top rope onto Chaz. Hardy's hit poetry in motion on Chaz. Jackie tries to do a crossbody on Matt, and Matt just gets out of the way. Uh, Jackie jumps off the apron and clotheslines Matt. Lita and Jackie begin to tussle on the outside, but then Chaz forearms her. Uh, Jeff hits Whisper in the wind on D'Lo. Hardys and Lita do a double DDT on D'Lo and Jackie. And then uh, Jeff then flips over the top rope to Chaz. Lita hits the moonsault, but um, Jackie, but Hardys and Lowdown were fighting on the outside. D'Lo comes into the ring, hits sky high on Lita, puts Jackie on top of her for the win. After the match, uh, Jeff goes for the swanton on D'Lo, uh, but Chaz trips him, and then Chaz hits the superplex, and D'Lo hits a low down, uh, a frog splash. So, Lowdown and Jackie just beat the Hardy Boys and Lita. Uh, what is happening in this midweek of wrestling? <laughs> Uh, I blame cocaine. Okay. Uh, we see Mick Foley pacing back and forth, waiting for one Stone Cold to show up. Uh, William Regal joins commentary because he's here to see Al Snow, the European champion, to uh, see how uh, um, you know how he is representing Europe. Europe. Well, Al Snow comes out dressed up as he's representing Transylvania. It gets heat with William Regal. Yeah, heat with me. This one was lame. The first one he's done, where I was just like, this is lame. Yeah. Um, Al's representing uh, Transylvania. He's dressed up like a vampire. He has a floating, a f- flying bat that's circling him. Uh, a photo of Eddie Munster and Count Chocula cereal as head also has some fangs as uh, Regal brings up that Transylvania is is located in Romania. You don't want your head to have fangs. I'll tell you that much. Ain't that facts. Um, um, X-Pac, you know... It, so something's been bothering me about X-Pac lately. I'm like, something's up with him. It's because he has a goatee now. He shaved his beard, so he just has that goatee. You know what he is? And that's been... Hmm. That's six. And that's been bothering me. <laughs> the beard is X-Pac. The goatee is six. 
Okay. Yeah, it was bothering me. I was like, "What? Why? Like, what's what's different?" And then it hit me. I'm like, "Oh, it's the goatee." Uh, Al try. Uh, Xbox misses the Bronco Buster. Al tries to use head, but Xbox throws him to the outside. Al runs into Regal, and that makes him angry, so he throws him back in the ring. As the ref is distracted by Regal, Billy Gunn runs down and hits the Famouser on Xbox, and Snow makes the cover for the win. Hmm. Uh, and then after, remember, Xbox and uh, Road Dog and DX beat up Gunn, so he's out for revenge. Um. So yeah, we got that going. We go backstage with Mick Foley as he's still waiting as a limo shows up and he thinks it's uh, Stone Cold because you know Stone Cold comes into uh... <laughs> all those limos, all of them. Uh, but it's, it turns out to be it turns out to be one Stephanie McMahon. The look is hilarious. Uh, we're gonna recap like, of Peasant, it. How dare you touch my door? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna recap of uh, SmackDown. Your vote from Monday. That rally of all the people that's leaving because they're already tired of it. Uh, our next match is right to censor members Val, Goodfather, and Bull versus uh, Eddie Guerrero and the APA. My God, uh, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, uh, with a missile dropkick to the Goodfather. Eddie does a springboard, but Goodfather catches him and power slams him for the win. The match was a little back and forth here, uh, continuing the feud between Eddie and China and the right to censor. After the match, though, China gets away by beating up the entire right to censor. That checks out. Oh, Christ. Uh, we go backstage with Triple H as he enters his locker room. Stephanie's in it. Triple H wonders what she's doing here. He asked her to stay at the hotel. Triple H says she doesn't want, uh, he does not want her at ringside anymore because she sees her as a target. He doesn't want her to get hurt. Uh, Stephanie cost him his match on Monday and he had, uh, he had to help her. Uh, Stephanie says, no, Benoit cost him the match, not her. Triple H says that he wants to keep business and personal separated. So Triple H has made a per- business decision that it's for her not to be at ringside. So she just leaves the uh, locker room. You ever notice that their problems would be fixed if they just, I don't know, talked to each other at some point? <laughs> right. It's just a thing of uh, communications key here, folks. Um, then we see Foley becoming more and more impatient as he's still waiting. Uh, then we get a promo by Taz as he says uh, he'll keep his opinions for what has happened for uh, for him, his opinions to be talked about on his show, Sunday Night Heat. So then he introduces Raven. What about me? As our, ne- as our next match is Taz and Raven versus the Dudley Boys. But Raven has to talk first about how he's going to take action because he doesn't like the fact that Baltimore named their third-rate football team the Ravens. It's fair. What about Raven? Uh, Raven uh, leg sweeps Devon into the. Um, uh, Raven leg sweeps Devon into the barricade. Uh, we had a big "We Want Tables" chant. Taz puts the Taz mission on Devon, but Bubba breaks it up, the submission. We get that moment with this this Taz mission that they start ra- raising Devon's arm up three times instead of like the deadly move that we've seen it for the past, you know, since he's been around. Um, is Taz a high flyer? Uh, in what universe? In the, one, in in the way one? that Ric Flair is. In this one, because he misses a swanton. If we have, if if we believe in the theory that there are multiple universes out there, I'm sure that in one of them, Taz is like the amazing red. Mm. Not here. Mm. Missed it by that much. 
Yeah, uh, the Dudleys do the was up move on Raven. Bubba tries to hit Taz with the ring bell, but the ref pulls it away from him. Taz grabs the ring bell as then Raven does a drop toe hold onto it. Bubba grabs the bell and hits Taz and Raven in front of the ref, and the ref just calls for the bell, but he can't because the bell's of the ring. Uh, Bubba gets a table and the second turnbuckle powerbomb Raven. Man, Raven looks strong, doesn't he? Yeah, who the fuck retired Raven? <laughs> We see that uh, Stone Cold has arrived, and we see Stephanie about to leave her limo, but then she stops and gives a glare. So I love, by the way, that Foley was waiting by some door behind some other door down some weird hallway for Austin. Austin just came in the back door. (laughs) All right. Uh, We go to the ring with Nick Foley, who's out with some cops. Foley begins to talk, but Stone Cold interrupts him. Austin asks Foley if he's found the car that ran him over. Foley begins to talk, but Austin keeps interrupting him, saying, it's a yes or no question. Did you find the guy? Foley says no. Foley says he's took this job for two reasons, to have fun and to no one to put his hand, no one to put their hands on him. Since Austin's return, his job has sucked, and Austin has stunned him. Foley says Austin has been a, uh, hasn't been corrupt. Uh, oh, uh, hasn't been a team player and Foley has no choice. Austin says he, uh, he, he, Austin says since he's wanting to do to come back into the ring and terrorize, uh, the person that has ran him over. Austin says a man's got to eat and he wants revenge. Austin isn't going to change for Foley or anyone. Foley says, uh, anyone else would be suspended. Foley said he could find Austin because Austin has all of the money. So Foley then starts uh, so says, starting now, Austin is suspended indefinitely. Um, Austin tells Foley to reconsider. He says no. Austin then stuns Foley again, and then being is like walks up the ramp, and the cops slightly follow behind. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, once again, Foley being the cowardice line that he is of uh, a commissioner against Stone Cold. It's a good idea to have Mick Foley booed out of the building. That's fun. Is that what people want? I think that's what people want there now. Um, we get uh, moments ago of Austin stunning Foley. Commentary says that the cops escorted Austin to his car and he's gone now. Cole talks about what Austin said and how it's a good thing that what he's doing. So, um, we got that going now. And then I think commentary brings like King's the defender of how Austin is a tyrant and yeah. And, uh, Cole's the, yeah, he's doing it good. Um, uh, we're going to go to the ring with Kurt Angle as he says, he's on a streak. Uh, interesting that he's wording it now as he's on a streak. He beat the rock last week, beat triple H. On Raw, and now uh, he's sure that with, uh, he would beat his opponent tonight. And at no mercy, he would be the next. Uh, he would beat the current WWF champion. Uh, Foley com- uh, compares his streak. Oh, Angle compares his streak to Cal Ripken's, and his streak's really his streak matters more. As uh, he his after his streak is done, he would be on top instead of a old has been. It's not wrong. Facts. All the facts. Um, so our next match is Kurt Angle and Edge and Christian versus Too Cool and Rikishi. Team Eck. Team Eck with, versus Too Cool and the Hose. Um, too Cool with a atomic, uh, double atomic drop on Edge, and then they mock him. Rikishi hits a double leg drop on Edge and Christian. Angle goes for a sunset flip on Rikishi, but Rikishi just falls uh, it, it just falls on to uh, Angle. Uh, Christian hits a sec- two suplexes, then a reverse DDT. All three of the heroes are in the corner as Grandmaster Sexy and Rikishi do corner splashes. Scotty hits the worm on Christian. Rikishi then stink faces, uh, hits the stink face on Kurt Angle. Grandmaster Sexy goes for the hip-hop drop, but Stephanie comes down and shoves him off the top turnbuckle as Angle hits the Olympic slam on Grandmaster Sexy for the win. What is she doing? Why is she running down? She's a dumb bitch. 
Yes. That's that that'll work. That answer is fine. That's all I got. Uh uh, we get a moment to go of Stephanie her helping Kurt. Uh, backstage, we see Triple H asking her what, what, asking Steph, telling what the hell is going on. Stephanie thinks Triple H has forgotten how helpful she is. She says she might not know, uh, she might know more wrestling than Triple H does. Mm, nope. Uh, Stephanie says she helped Kurt to show, show Triple H how valuable she is. Uh, Triple H says the only thing he saw out there was her maybe being able to get hurt again. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Let's go to our next match of the night. uh, As it's going to be Steve Blackman versus Albert for the Hardcore Championship. Um, Albert tries to use a sign, but uh, uh, Blackman drops uh, him with an arm drag and Albert hits him with the other sign that he was holding. Blackman with the uh, stick. Uh, we have the stick versus sign fight. Blackman wins that fight. Albert with the double arm stalling suplex. Trish hits Steve with the trash can lid. Blackman hits Albert with a, his own trash can lid. Grab the fire extinguisher. Trish gets on the apron to distract Blackman, but sprays the fire extinguisher in her face. Blackman sprays Albert and then goes to the top rope with the kendo stick and hits it over the top of the head of Albert for the win. Uh, we go backstage with Kurt and Stephanie as Kurt wants to thank Stephanie. Kurt thinks it's crazy that Triple H doesn't see the, uh, what she can do to help out. So Kurt, as a business request, asked Stephanie to accompany him to the uh, to the ring going forward. So that's probably not going to go over well. Yeah, and also like the uh, I guess the storyline continues for a little bit longer. Corey lied like to us. Probably shouldn't have. <laughs> Corey lied. Why, Corey? Why? What? You lied. <laughs> I don't know. I thought this feud was over. Um, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go to the ring with Chris Benoit. Says he got screwed over by Mick Foley again. As it's The Rock versus Kane tonight in seven wall. Benoit goes on a rant about how it's not fair, and but is interrupted by one Chris Jericho. Jericho says he knows how it feels about having the title and then ripped away from him, but you don't see him complaining or crying. Benoit can complain uh, about his midget head on a normal-sized body, or Benoit in French means gap-toothed jackass, and then Jericho challenges Benoit to a match tonight. Um, they begin to brawl, then the match begins. Uh, Jericho goes for the walls, but Benoit kicks him in the face. Benoit gives Jericho some slaps that you can hear throughout the arena. Uh, Jericho hits the bulldog. Benoit reverses Jericho's tombstone into a shoulder breaker. Benoit goes for the flying headbutt, but uh, Jericho trips him up top. Jericho hits a jumping top rope Frankensteiner, and Benoit lands on his head. It is a bit stiff. Just straight on the dome. Um, Yeah. We've seen a lot of that lately with Benoit. Really hard shots to the head and neck. Then he's slapping people and you know. Yeah, Jericho lands on his shoulder and sells it. Maybe it might be really hurt. I don't know. Yet. I don't think he was. I think he he landed hard on his shoulder too. That was a bad move. Yeah. Um, Triple H then runs down to attack Benoit. Refs separate him. Benoit gets the chair and lays one into Triple H. Triple H is slightly busted, and then they continue to brawl until they're separated. I don't know if I'm feeling the uh, Benoit-Triple H feud. That feels weird. Well, does he him wanting to beat up his wife? Well, I mean, I get it. It just, it just feels like... They substituted Benoit for Angle, and like it's just the same feud. And I, I don't know. You're not wrong. Um, no. Like I said, there's a lot of changes going on, and uh, all will be able to be talked about soon. Cannot wait. Uh, we're gonna moments ago what has happened between uh, Benoit and Triple H. Then we go Lillian Garcia with Chatty Kathy Kane. 
as Kane's going to take the most important thing to The Rock, and that'd be his title. Nobody can save The Rock, and no one can stop him from leaving the t- uh, leaving tonight as your new WWF champion. Doubt that. Heard that. Uh, as our next match is our main event for the WWF Championship. Um, Jerry Lawler here. Kane's been a chatterbox lately. Who taught him how to talk? It's a man after your own heart, Joe. It really is. Uh, they fight to the outside. Kane hits the uh, Rock hits Kane in the face with the ring bell. Because everybody's doing that lately. Uh, Kane drops Rock on the top of the barricade. Then a sidewalk slam. Rock hits his own Samoan drop. But Kane gets right up from it. And then gets punched in, into a DDT. Rock hits the spine buster and goes to the people's elbow. But Kane gets up and chokes him until the Rock kicks him low. Uh, Kane with the power slam then goes to the top rope and hits the clothesline, but Rock falls uh, into the uh, goes to the clothesline, but Rock falls into the rope. Uh, we get a ref bump as Kane throws the Rock into the ref on the outside. Angle comes down and blasts both Kane and Rock with a chair. Kane chokes uh, gets hits the choke slam, but gets a two because Earl does the ref count. Um, Kane goes uh, for a punch, but Rock hits the Rock bottom. Both men are down, and then Rikishi comes down and gets uh, into it with Kane. Ref wakes up, notices this, and calls for the bell. Uh, Rock wants to know what the hell is going on here, and Rikishi's just saying, I got your back. Uh, Kane comes back in, takes down the Rock, and chokeslams Rikishi, but Rock gets up and punches Kane to the outside to end SmackDown. Yay! That's a that's a rough midweek shows. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, there was. I just thought that main event was awkward as fuck. Um, the Rikishi stuff is looking back is so forced. Uh, Isn't it? Oh my god. My god. At the time, you didn't really see it because you didn't think they'd do anything that stupid. But looking back. It is so forth. <laughs> I can't wait that to talk about when we when we get to it. That's what I was saying because I was like, I don't remember any of this Rikishi stuff, but prior to what's going to happen, and then it's like, oh, they did a lot with him. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, guys, what was the better show? Um, SmackDown, I guess. Uh, I yeah, I guess I'd go SmackDown, but slightly. They Not very fast. Yeah, those were bad. Damn, not it's, good. It's SmackDown, but not not because it was you know, it's just the better show in in a small way. I I have a weird question for you guys. When's the last time Nitro was the best show of the week? Oh, that's um, <laughs> like not because I know in the war stories we just picked Nitro, but not not that was just because Raw sucked. But like over like a good Nitro, it's been a while. But, I, but the thing is, I didn't hate Nitro. I thought Nitro was actually pretty good this week. I thought Nitro was good this week. Well, no, no, no I'm just saying that's what we picked. We picked on the uh, best show. We all picked Nitro. No, but I'm saying it's better than SmackDown and Thunder, too. It's the best show we saw this week. Oh, of the whole week. Of the whole week. It's better than SmackDown was. Yeah. SmackDown sucked. Yeah. I mean, it'd, it'd barely be Thunder. but So this might be the true. first Nitro in a long time that took the whole week. Are we talking like Spring 99? Maybe. Yeah, it's got to be. If, if it has, it's it's that era. Let's go to the ratings. Uh, last week, WCW got a 2.6, while WWF got a 4.7. This week, WCW stayed the same at 2.6, while WWF went up to a 5. Thunder and Nitro getting the same rating. Damn. And yep. Thunder was preempted by NASCAR. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Nitro crushing it, guys. Crushing it. Crushing it. Let's go to our favorite part of the show. The award show. 
Let's start off with best match. Uh, Jin Jack and O'Hare versus Austin and Crowbar. That's my pick. Same. That was the uh, best match. Jabr- Good match. I might give it to the 49er. <laughs> that was fun for the S&Gs. Uh, Jabroni match of the week. Yes. <laughs> you can pick a few. Um, uh, to me, it's the main event on SmackDown. I did not like it. Kane and uh, Rock. Yep. Um, Mine was Steiner versus the Hate Crime. I mean the Young Dragons. Mine was... Where is it? AWOL and Duggan. Yeah, that's fair. Who's your MVP? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's that's tough on this collection. Uh, Kurt Angle. Uh, for me, I will. Man, it's pretty hard this week. Um, I'll go Angle. He's continue. He's improving. He's continues to do the storyline here with the Rock here. Um. I guess just out of I really don't have an answer. <laughs> I don't. It's, I don't one those, it's one of those weeks. I don't think so don't pick, either. Don't but, pick one yeah. then. Just say nobody. Yeah, nobody. I abstain. Abstain's no, a Who's your motive? Shane Douglas. Oh wait, no wait. Hey, I got my. Uh, I have my MVP. It's TV Ray for his uh, five thousand people <laughs> watching this um, show. <laughs> God damn it. God so who is your motive? Who is your motive? The fake franchise. Mine's Foley. Oh, fan- franchise? Mine's Foley. There's Foley dirty. Uh, Dave Flair. Because <laughs> he sucks. Because he was on your screen? Because he was also on your screen. Because he sucks. All right, guys. WTF. Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. It touches on Corey's uh, Moadib. So, in a two-hour show, Corey, there's, what, like 12 segments, right? Yeah. So, Shane Douglas was on screen for four of them, which means for 25% of the show, Shane Douglas was on screen. Way too much franchise. That is unacceptable. (laughs) Way too much franchise. That's that's terrible. And disgusting. Um... Mine's like the whole shows again. Like, like I said on the last one, it's like, man, I, I am not looking forward to either goddamn pay-per-view they're building towards this month so far. It's like, nope, that is a no for me on both of yours. In fact, yeah. if they don't get on No Mercy, like, this might be the first since we've started the gimmick way back when, where I would just choose not to buy either one. Damn. This is probably the month. Damn. Oh, damn. Um, my WTF is alongside with, uh, one Mr. Boobal here. Too much franchise. We don't need him. No need. Mm-mm. No need at all. Before you move on, but Joe, I, I have a, I have a quick stat. Oh, oh, so I, was, I was curious about something. So I looked this up. <laughs> Bill Goldberg, whatever started in September 97, right? His total win-loss record for his career, he's had 364 matches. Is that a lot? He's 252-35 with 17 draws. Weird, right? I, I, I reached out to the database. I said, give me a wrestler who's been around about the same time frame. He gave me a list. I went with Samoa Joe. When did he start, Corey? About 98, or maybe early 99. Yep. Samoa Joe. Uh, so remember, Goldberg had 364 matches up to now. Uh, like, you know, today. Samoa Joe has had uh, 1,069 matches. Jesus. <laughs> Samoa Joe's win loss record. This is fucked up. 591 wins. 
438 losses and 40 draws. My God. Damn. That's fucked up, Damn. dude. His win-loss should be way better than that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's fucked up. Goldberg sucks, dude. <laughs> he really does. He really does. Um, What doesn't suck is go you... Lovely fans going to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can you can find our blogs, you can find our podcasts, you can find everything that we do for you. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also find us on all the socials: Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. Do it for the gram, as they say, right? I think. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> 